0: SSC, Artistic Man of the Match.
1: And we're going to get another third goal, and the celebration
2: can now start. Pep around the goalkeeper, rather like Andrea did in the first half, but this as you were picking Andrea as the Man of the Match in the
1: 88th minute, the substitute makes it 3 0.
2: The Vietnam War. Welcome to Tales East Eastland, episode 178, and it's me, Gary P., and of course, the Prof Cal, right? It's 1942
1: as we record here, Gar. We've mistimed this quite badly. Should have started in 1925.
2: Yeah, yeah, we didn't sign the petition. Kane's petition to get the match kicked off, 25 past 7. And of course, Prof, we are back, and we are back as champs. And of course, the champions of the electrician world, Ocean Electrical, looking after us. They are top class. Operators and of course check them out if you need any electrical work done. I think they're actually getting a bit of business out of us, bro. I think we're justifying the sponsorship. Actually, yeah. Didn't Greenblood uh, say he, uh,
1: he got some? Service? actually, yeah, I have it here. He said needed their services today. Called that one, fixed at two fifteen. Kids stuffing faces cannot do better than that. You
2: cannot do better than that. Tifties cr- code. get your discount. And this is without even saying he was a Rovers fan. Or Tifties, yeah. So if there you go. He was a Rovers fan, he
1: probably would have been fixed at like. At, <laughs> 115
2: Yeah Of course Of course Yeah and of course Prop Leinster Credit Leinster Credit So When you need a Tifties Player of the Year trophy And you just can't find one It's Leinster Credit Get your back So that is our Top two sponsors Looking after us And don't forget It's uh, Going to be a big Big night in 27 Prop Player of the Year Has been decided We're going to talk about it in a while It's been decided prof. The Player of the Year The inaugural Tifties Player of the Year Has been decided It's it was neck and neck. You showed me the little uh, pie chart. Courtesy of <sighs> Bill Gleason, Supremo. Holy Jesus, it was tight. Wow. It was actually neck and neck at one stage. We had to split the trophy in half. One of them gets the base, one of them gets the rest. Of it. it was tighter than a nun's expeditive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this week we look back at a very special night in Tala winning the league title at home for the first time since 1994. And we have interviews with Idemo Emaku. Very very grounded young man I have to say Wise head on those shoulders 18 years On those a, young shoulders A man of, of 18 summers
1: How was your Halloween gear? Anything super spooky wooky
2: happened? No nothing spooky wooky uh, Worst Halloween ever Normally I'd get a good 10km with the kids Bring them to Crumbling, Bring them to Tala Bring them to Lugan. Walk kids Fucking walk They're like Daddy we're tired Get them sweets Get the fucking... No, but we had... It was rubbish. Couldn't even have fireworks. Fireworks wouldn't even light. The rain was that bad. Absolutely drenched. Cut my finger. One of those fucking yokes that you stick in the ground to get the Mm. rocket, put the rocket in. That snapped. Nearly took my finger off. Uh, Fireworks didn't work. Kids crying. Worst Halloween ever. Plus, they're in school the next day. Worst Halloween ever. Yeah. I was listening to... A
1: podcast I listened to, uh, movie reviewers, they were saying something I found just absolutely unbelievable. That, like... You might have heard this, but there was a craze in America back in the maybe 80s where there was a, a, a big irrational fear about razor blades being inside apples. Who does that? I, first of all, how do you do it? How do you get it in there without it being obvious?
2: <laughs> Let's not even talk about that. Let's take a step back <laughs> yeah. and say, why would you even attempt what? to do it? Why would you all? do that? Yeah, but like,
1: where did this fear come from to the point where... They were talking about in their town I think it might have been somewhere in the south and he was saying that parents in his town brought their apples in to be x-rayed
2: no, that's a, after that's
1: that night. Absolutely never happened of the year Ward. Now This fella lived this. He's talking from experience. X-raying apples for razor blades.
2: What? What? There's so many steps before that But <laughs> you get to that. So here's the poor fella who needs an x-ray and he's like in pain in the A&E, and they're like, Where, Where's what's going on? Why am I waiting so I'm long? We're x raying apples for razor blades. That's what's going on. just Absolutely insane. Now, Halloween is one of my favourite times of the year. Big horror movie fans, so mm. the Mrs. One, one of the main things that we get on about and argue about is horror films. And we had a good debate there about who's the best serial killer mm. and who's the best killer, Jason. Freddy you know stuff like that. I really, it's that's a debate that goes on and on. So we were having a good old chat about that. But the in Canada, as you were talking about, Canada, they brought in a, like a a rule or like a law years ago where you can't actually give them anything without a wrapper on it. So everything has to be sealed. Like you know, oh, where you yeah. get like monkey nuts or some EJ <coughs> give you a fucking banana. You can't. None of that. None of that can happen. But uh, yeah, no, the hall wasn't very good this year. I'm not happy. The candy hall. Yeah, the kids are growing. Sticking with the American lingo. The hall, but uh, yeah, no, that was it wasn't great at all. It wasn't great at all. There's always one good house as well that you always go to. Is, you know, you're gonna get some badass candy. People have been enjoying the uh,
1: the nightclubs being back open, girl. Dan, Dan Fulham and Coppers, Barry bouncing around the
2: place in town. Yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm getting old, prof. I think I'm getting old because I was thinking to myself, right. I'll, I'll go out and have a point. Like so, I'm actually steering towards being a person who doesn't drink that much at home anymore so I don't, I'd normally go into to the off and buy loads of different beers and think lovely this is this is great I'll go home but now I'll be, I'll be sitting there because the kids are a little bit older now and they're out doing their own thing and I'll be like you want to go to pub? she would be like
0: yeah let's go to pub
2: <laughs> so I'm just I'm, I'm getting a lot more accustomed to having beautiful Guinness instead of just kind of beer, bott- bottled beers but obviously no, I still love beer but um, no more clubbing for you yeah I, I just thought to myself I don't think I want it I'd rather a late bar
1: getting old prof some something we missed a couple of weeks ago which I thought was absolutely hilarious was um you know when like when things uh opened up again, uh, the entertainment industry was coming back. Our own Buzz O'Neill was on T V in a few places and uh he was on what was he on uh Claire Byrne or RTE Liveline or something? That, yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's what the tweet here says at RTE Liveline. But uh someone <laughs> because Buzz is talking about how the people in the industry have suffered in the last 18 months and someone replied at RTU Liveline did you not say Buzz part on Shamrock Robbers and he says he's broke
2: <laughs> there's about 600 of them
1: <laughs> and then all the replies were like all hail Chic Buzz <laughs> <And> Roman <Abramabuzz>. <laughs> <laughs> Sheik oh Buzz,
2: Sheik man's buzz just thought that was amazing. Uh, Roman and <laughs> they oh, you know, I cannot name, I can't refer to him as that. else now so someone's at home thinking like that someone is coming on
1: giving out about him not being able to make a living for a year and a half, and he's thinking,
2: this Chap owns a football club. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so probably the feedback has been fantastic. Um, Scott with Friend of the show. I finally happened. I finally caught up at East End Pod. I'm new to the podcast in general. I only started listening and locked in after Christmas. Being the obsessive that I am, I had to go and listen to all of them back to back. Great stuff, lads. Keep it up. That's fucking insane.
1: All of them from the start. That's insane. That's 177 episodes. Maybe you
2: could write a book. That's uh, fair play. That's commitment. That's insane. That's like... I love... I want to know his, his thoughts on our progress of style.
1: In some ways, I'm jealous. Because he got to listen to... Like, all right through the bad times. Yeah. You know, some sticky spells. The
2: bows. The bows
1: spell where we Horrible. couldn't beat them. bows defeats. The the yeah.
2: time where we had to kind of talk about where fans wanted Brad's head and then we were kind of saying, no, we're, yeah. we're, we're fucking sticking with him. Which we always did, by the way. That's Scott who does the, the programme, actually. Uh. That's impressive, man. But the, actually, yeah, a question for you,
1: Scott, if you're listening. I presume you are, essentially. Surely there's, a, there's something we can give him for that. Jesus since Christ. Since you've listened to that many in, uh, since Christmas, I presume you're listening. But uh, tell us. What's the hardest we went on on the management team?
2: Like we we always stuck by them. Yeah, I think it was one of the ball, One it was it was a period during the balls when where where I remember me and you just being in the height of it, and I I remember going deep. I remember just talking about all oh, the players not being good enough, the players not giving a fuck, Brad's decisions being wrong, and I think you were just like yeah, I totally agree. We're totally totally fucking shit. It
1: was the balls and and. Cup the feet to draw her to back to back that that's was, what it was yeah
2: that was like we were disgusted with the team at that time we were but we didn't we never called for anyone's head and I think that's that shows like perspective mm. in our from our from our view because we like we've been that bastard club and it didn't work I think pay, it's paid dues now obviously but didn't someone accuse you or accuse us of wanting Bradley
1: out and then you texted me It was like did we ever want Bradley out yeah I was like did, did we because i was so like, mad here I was like Think about, that would have been highlighted and replayed countless times.
2: By every WhatsApp group that we're in.
1: Definitely didn't.
2: I know we didn't. Not because we're,
1: sometimes we're under a microscope when we like drop a player one week. Can you imagine if we said Bradley out? I still get accused
2: of not rating Jack Poor.
1: <laughs> still.
2: Jack is back, by the way. Hashtag Jack is back. And we don't care about what's the says.
1: Yeah, Gra- yeah. Gra- I'm guilty of not counting them I'll, I'll hold my hands Can up Can we just
2: point out That there's one individual Who does this every time <laughs> We all <won't> name him <laughs> Well it's it's, uh, it's one individual Who With a very photographic memory
1: Who seems to pinpoint things That we say He's a fantastic assist maker And I love him But I just have not counted them I'll try it next season I promise So um, yeah More stuff from last week Our, our, our interview with the others
2: Went down well Interview the orders went down well, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Loved it, absolutely brilliant. Um, could could have been chatting all night? Could have chatted to them all night. It was fucking great. Yeah, really was. Really looking forward to get my hands on one of those.
1: Big queues outside the shop, um, uh, for the book because they were signed signed copies. Uh, before the match, after the match, and then Saturday again. I was uh, coming
2: into the stadium at about half six. Seven o'clock and the queue was out the door right down to the to the ticket stand. So, mm. definitely a good take up, I'd imagine. And of course, if the lads, it's all good to go. If anyone wants to bring bring down a couple of books, a couple of signed books, the two authors, they're very very welcome to, well, to sell them at the Player of the Year Awards. We we've agreed on that. So, Mark yeah. Lynch, you can you can fill the Range Rover full of books. <laughs> Put your arse down make sure you buy a ticket as well Mark I notice you haven't got a ticket yet you will be left outside waiting oh, where's your ID please where's your ID mate <laughs> can I come to <laughs> uh,
1: a couple of good notes from from McDarrow he said that someone bought a copy of Talatime as well as their book oh yes in one go oh there you go where were you prof where were you Why well, I was there early what you, you like? should have been there signing putting your John uh, Hancock on it first customer Sean Gannon
2: I saw that two buks. bukes bukes Two Bukes and uh, great stuff. Yeah. Good rings there, man.
1: Only man who doesn't like Bukes is uh, Biddy Nolan.
2: <laughs> he sent us a message on Facebook, picture of him saying, like hate Bukes. <laughs>
1: but um, yeah, they got a bit of publicity. Did you notice that? Um, they've been? Uh, they've got friends in high places, haven't they? When, I, when they showed me the book initially, the first thing, MacDarrow, he had the manuscript in his hand. Remember, I met him at Rosetown. And the first thing he showed me was he flipped it open and he said, look at this from Jack Byrne. And Jack said, we would have won the league last year by a mile, even if it had gone 50 games. Yeah. And it's one of those standout quotes. And sure enough, that that got picked up in the star. And uh, and then that got a bit of traction. And then Jack quote, quoted that on Twitter. And then he said, Dundalk's last 36 games against our 18 game, league win would have been more fair for Pat Holman I think More, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah it was, just, it was similar with Talon time like I remember some of the Stephen Kenny stuff extracts were used in the papers so it's kind of a good way to generate a bit of interest
2: yeah like I said friends in high places prof. we certainly couldn't generate that type of publicity and there was a quote from Alan Kinsella do you have that there yeah he got it signed last night by McDara and Owen ended up reading it till all hours fantastic book it's one of those, isn't it, where you just—it's such an easy read. Not an easy read. That sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm dumbing it down. It's just I can't believe
1: you haven't used the word toilet reading yet. Toilet Any reading. Toil- <laughs> anytime, tali- <laughs> time comes up, you go straight to the phrase
2: toilet reading. Well, that's not a bad thing, though. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's be- it beats reading the back of the Colgate tube, doesn't it? <laughs> or the back of the bleach, <laughs> memorizing that. But, um, uh, yeah so more feedback as well Jake Bad rain Bray Last game of the season A few years ago Horrendous rain That shitty stand behind the dugout Was a nice shot he done his shoulder Jesus I missed that one that night I remember he said That was the worst night of his life he Said it was the yeah. worst pain He's ever experienced You can only imagine Face down in the mud Rain Cold And then your shoulder Being shattered That's a good show by
1: Jake I was at that game And Jesus That was Nasty rain Horrendous
2: <sighs> At least we have a
1: stand Tomorrow or today, or whatever. We were <laughs> I remember opening the podcast with raindrops keep falling on my head after after that one. so it Says it all, really. Funnily enough, um, actually,
2: I was only going through your playlist on Spotify, and yeah. I have a little thing planned, Prof. I was at this thing called Music Bingo, right? And it was Mrs. Broadme and it was Grey Crack. So you're doing bingo, right? So I've fucking never done bingo before. So I'm I'm all over the shop. I'm missing numbers left, right, and center. And then they give us a sheet with songs on it, and it was Halloween songs. So you have to mark them off as they come up. I'm thinking this is fucking deadly. So I got 45 songs. I actually got them fairly handy enough. I picked 45 songs associated with Rovers. I'm going to do a Rovers bingo night. Think about it. So you'd be sitting there and you'd be fucking all the Rovers songs. You'd never get through. Everyone would be up chanting and singing, so that's That's, that's s- actually a good idea. It's yeah. coming in the pipeline. I like so that. So check it out. I'll be organizing it soon, hopefully in the Four Probs. If not, we we'll get somewhere but uh, yeah check it out Robert's Bingo coming soon any excuse to get up and sing
1: Robert's <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, one final note on Bukes Ger Bukes um, I have fantastic news I am the soon to be proud owner of Homicide by John Burke and Owen Royce. there was literally one copy left on Amazon and that is on it's way
2: to me right so what we're going to do I am very on is, prof, by this. we're going to read it out we're going to read out a chapter <laughs> on the show once a week a chapter geez, the show's lining up as it is <laughs> add another hour onto. Oh, I'm looking forward to this actually we read a passage every week It's like? so yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah. it's something he's not really advertised <laughs> so I'm looking forward to Owen's reaction <laughs> just <laughs> reading about like forensics and crime he's scenes now yeah so that's uh, that's it that's going to be the, the true crime section of the show <laughs> but probably reading give GAA are cunts Talatime is a proper football book That's Dale's review so far Oh we're getting closer Prof. Just reel them in Little fishy on the line Reel them in Reel them in Talatime is uh, Is a f- fantastic read And definitely um, well, they,
1: they were asking weren't they About the, the whole GAA stadium saga why yeah?
2: They're interesting Why we, we hate
1: them so much And there you go So if I was still talking to them I would be uh, delighted With that uh, comment But not. <laughs> Uh And actually I have further criticism um, one of the the last shows I heard that I heard from them before I stopped listening to them was that uh, Dale has lost track of who he's dropped. Nah. They had to go back and forth for ages on poor old Liam reading
2: give me rings Whether to go or not? The they had episodes, dropped
1: yeah. a club. So can you not, lads? Keep a big whiteboard on the wall, right? Have strings going back and forth like a like mad conspiracy, <laughs> <Yeah>. like charity. <laughs>
2: And just like keep track that way. Prof, you can't get a good podcast nowadays. You know what I mean? All these, all <laughs> these uh, prima donnas just going in recording on their phones. You know.
1: So just copying our guests as well. Ozzy Nade, Adam Spollin from Love Robbers, Hate Racism. Yep. Get he's, your own. Get your our own guests. Get your our own guests. <laughs> Although he did drop bows, That's that's a good thing.
2: So prof came into the lair amidst all the screaming of the prisoners, and I noticed this fantastic, beautiful, beautiful thing just sitting here. A pennant I actually, It's actually a fucking thing of beauty I'm looking at it right now I'm examining it And it's fucking stunning
1: Well you've been in this room a few times Since I've had that But the thing is I've had it Well covered and wrapped in this room Because what happened was Rob Tarmy gave me that a few weeks ago He gave me a pennant where it, Which lists every time we won the league And it had 2021 on it So I could not present this to the yeah, world Until yeah, we yeah. sealed the title but you understand why you put on it because it will go out of date in a few weeks. It's actually
2: then. fucking stunning. Like the quality of this, the, mm. r- the the gold frilly lace ribbon things that are going around the side of it are absolutely fucking unbelievable. It's yeah, it's, it's so else. Like you say, Rob Tarmy interviewed him for the doc <gasps> for the documentary.
1: And talented uh, man, he surprised me with that pennant. Uh, it's, it's it's a beaut. Uh, he gets them done every year, isn't he? Yeah, he's
2: absolutely brilliant.
1: Um. Another little bit of uh, feedback, actually. Um, one thing. Um, apparently Adam took a throw-in in Langford. I think I saw this.
2: I think he took. Th- did th- th- he might have got the ball back as well? I'm not. I think he did. But this happened before. We have throw-in stats, don't we, for goalkeepers? Do we? Yeah, he took them before. Hundred percent. And you said it. You said it before, yeah. Interesting. Don't remember that at all.
1: Uh, yeah. Last bit of feedback. uh this is actually. I mean, this is from Fieker, who says, Great to see the pod and the prof back. So that shows you how old this is. It's probably going back a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and uh, he says, I'm trying to coin the nickname Barry the Banner Bomber Cutter. Uh, the banner's a gone. bit,
2: a bit, gah, affiliated, though, isn't it? <laughs> when, I, when I think of the banner, I think yeah.
1: Yeah. He says he's only the second player ever, as far as he knows, from Clare to play for us. Remember we said the last week was Barry, yeah, Ryan. Barry Ryan. And he says, and it rhymes... Sounds like a wrestler's name. Might help fill in a gap or two, and Dan from and have a bit of uh, additional uh, stat here. Um, the last player from Clare to play for the Republic of Ireland senior international team. Oh
2: for God, for you,
1: Jesus! What this you, is probably someone I know who we don't think, is it? Nah, it's so far back. It's there's no chance of you getting this. Who we got? It's Paddy Birmingham in 1934. Jesus. The last Ireland international from, from Clare, he, he was also from... Oh, no, he wasn't from Ennis. says he played and scored against Hungary for the Irish Free State soccer team in 1934. He was from the town of Moyasta, a policeman, an Olympian and a ten-time discus champion. Jesus.
2: There you go. Yeah. some boil So that's it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so the build-up, and the game itself. I was, uh, ensure, I was told like to get here early. Young Maya was involved in the guard of honor, so we were there bright and early, half six. And this was on our mind all week, all fucking week. She was telling me, "We have to get there early. She wants to wave the flag." So yeah, um, like I
1: was, I was there an hour before kick off myself. It's just one of those where I don't want to be in the pub and. Trying to get in the ground. No, I want to be there early for it's this. It's
2: exactly one. what I said to her. I said she was like, "Do you want to go over a point?" And I was like, "Do you know what? No, I want to be here. I want to soak it all in. Mm. Let her do the guard of honor. Let just soak it all up." And
1: you saw what happened. Like some people coming into the sales stand at seven forty, and they just look up in the in the stand and they're like, uh, "I'm not, I'm not fitting in there." Look up and then turn away. <laughs> yeah. What do
2: you expect like for a yeah. night like this? Um. Yeah, so on the day of the game, the club announced that SRFC TV had come to an end and a big, big shout out to such an asset to every single aspect of match day. The lads don't get enough credit for what they do. Gartz and Khan, absolutely stunning work from the two boys. It really, really is. And a big, big shout out for them to make. And all the foreign hoops, all the people who can't make the games, overseas hoops, everybody, absolutely stunning. And just the effort and the... The time that they put into actually prepping their work And doing everything Like you said The colour coded schemes And all the effort That they put in It's just brilliant And we are honoured And honoured to have The Guardsman Presenting our Player of the Year awards. unfortunately Khan isn't available uh, I think he's a Bigger media whore Than me at this stage <laughs> But Khan's not available For this one But we have the Guardsman, He's going to interview in our Player of the Year Which we will not tell you Who it is And hopefully the league trophy And Brad's are all turn up as well But yeah, uh, yeah. Brilliant love Give us your thoughts On the end of SRFC TV
1: yeah, I love the nights that we, we uh, did the home games, you know. Kind of fo- waiting to find out who Gareth chooses as a man to match. So you're kind of like in the 87 to eighty eight minute. And then I know that's who I'm interviewing. So i have to head over straight after the final whistle and kind of prepare questions and stuff. And then, like, you'd m- I'd meet them afterwards for a chat and stuff. So that was, like, a good night. Like I say, Khan is fine. Khan has... Fingers and many pies. Yes. He does a lot, a lot of comedy. But me and Gareth, we're out of a
2: job, Gar. <laughs> we are out of a job. So you're going to have to uh, whore yourself out now. Some we're, game shows, maybe. We're free agents now. i see if there's a spot on yeah. the couch for Gogglebox. Both free agents.
1: I think snails. Uh, snails. Shells have been sniffing around. Shells, yeah.
2: So, um, uh, yeah, Prof, great stuff from the boys. It really was. So other, other build-up kind of in the media was um,
1: the media really picked up on brad they're saying that we could become the first team to win the title in Tala, he because he was saying that a lot i had said to him on the thursday morning we haven't won it at home since the rds 94 mm-hmm. and it seemed like he just ran with that and then it was going in all the papers and um yeah so then we had uh sean Cavanagh, do you have that there
2: porto Cavill just can't get a break this but he's back in a brace it's been one of those years from frustrating and us because on his day he's he's brilliant he's one of the best players in the league best left foot you can in the league without a doubt best left foot in the league so unfortunately he's back out and hopefully hopefully we can uh, we can get him back fit for next season so that's what all his focus is about <coughs> now is keeping the head straight making sure that he gets all the the prep and the rehab he needs to get himself back up and running for next season and I know it's tough it's easy for us to stay here but it's going to be tough on him mentally as well so all the best for Cav. Aaron Prof tweeted Dublin Bus and he says, When's the next 19th? You tell us when he texts back. He said, Back. I don't have it written down, but it was they were like, He just uh, be patient and it's on yeah. the way. We've had traffic or some shit. They
1: gave the genuine answer. It's like, Oh, which stop are you at, Aaron? Uh, <laughs> looking genius. For, looking for
2: more info. Genius stuff from yeah. Aaron. Brilliant. That's brilliant. A Dan McDonald article. He said, Two titles, but very little love. Why are champions elect Sean Crover so? I appreciate it It's because everybody hates us Next please Did you read it? No No Next That's what it is Everybody hates us Simple
1: Yeah yeah. That was a good article It's kind of like
2: We have our (laughs) faults right Robbers have their faults But off the pitch On the pitch We are getting our shit together The academy Winning leagues Winning titles The way we run the club Everything is done well And that Provokes People not to want Mm. And to do with us And want to have pops That's what it is though what else what else is it what else is there so much it love and they'll say oh it's a shit league you're in that league you're the one who couldn't put up a title challenge don't tell me that league is shit we beat everything in front of us to win that league that's just
1: it it's just standard when Shamrock win the league we, we only win COVID leagues we only win bad leagues funny how that's always the case I love
2: it I <coughs> love it it just shows you people are kind of infatuated isn't
1: it so it's like when other teams when we don't have a genuine challenger it must have been everyone else's fault for not putting up to us, not that we were good and we just pulled away and we were too good.
2: Mm, definitely.
1: But um, yeah, beforehand, Tonya Dunhu asked uh, if he thought we were getting the credit we deserved, and you just see, you saw Brad's there smirk, and he just said, "It doesn't really matter. This team's it's created history, and this is post match, yeah. and uh, we're not we're not worried about that." And just, I, I rarely read the replies to the official Twitter account or Facebook because it's always just just
0: <laughs> garbage.
1: But just out of curiosity, I remember like Robbers tweeted that we were champions of the final whistle. And the first reply is some guy called Wee Petal, whoever that is. Wee Petal. He, and
2: he just goes... Wee Petal 5600432 joined yeah. in fucking October 2021. And he just
1: goes, enjoy your celebration. But like Dundalk, Cork, and Shelburne, it will inevitably lead to downfall and ruin eventually. Jesus. So these are the restored responses you're getting on uh, yeah. social media from fans. It's just. Cool. I love it. Love it though. Just loving the, the jealousy and the bitterness. You <laughs> also noticed the day before the game, a version media were doing interviews and they were asking Bradshaw and the players about Bradshaw's future. It just felt like it came out of nowhere. Suddenly they're asking I can't even remember who they were talking about. Don't like to. that. I thought it was Neil Frugia or a couple of players, but and uh, just felt like they were trying to get headlines. You know, actually the headline was Bradley non committal on future. And then you go down and read the quote and it says, He has no plans to do anything. <laughs> that's not non committal, that's that's an answer.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um it's uh, listen it's, it's CB and his CV packed at this stage, you know, two tiles yeah. in a cup. It's it's un, it's inevitable. but surprise
1: of success when you win two lead tiles. Yeah. At then the age this 37. Then this talk begins.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But let's just push it to the back. Let's mm-hmm. not. Let's just skip that one. But the sales stand prof absolutely jam packed beyond belief. Um, like I said, got there early, made sure we got at the perch. Ridiculous carry on, ridiculous carry on in that <laughs> fucking sales stand. Unbelievable atmosphere, packed beyond belief.
1: Yeah like I said last week It was my return to the perch So it was nice to be back home Yeah Uh, (laughs) I'm just there standing Taking in the atmosphere And then James Lowe Sends me a voice now And he goes Carol I'm just walking up To the stadium here And I just realised that I've seen Sporting Fingal Win more trophies in Tata Than Shamrock (laughs)
2: Roberts What is that? What is that? I remember that. I remember they won 2-1. I think Gary O'Neill got the yeah. winner that, that day in the cup. Sporting Fingal. Sporting
1: Fingal. Um, um, so, uh, just a quick note on RTE. uh This was Tony O'Donohue The camera was showing fans in like the south and east End and stuff. And he goes, great to see Rovers fans with Halloween masks. And it just shows two St.
2: Gallen lads with balaclabas on. <laughs> um yeah, so Hoopman was back, Puff. I'll uh, be after drinking six cans of Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> his eyes were void as the fucking moon. See his, see his eyes. I told you that last week. Those eyes are weird. It's he's just really intense, <laughs> staring at everything. Well, uh, yeah, no, great stuff. New Hoopman and uh, Junior Hoops were back of all, of course. My in the guard of honor absolutely hammered me all week about this every single day. Don't forget, we have to get there early. And she is officially obsessed with Pico <coughs> Lopez. Genuinely cried after the game because obviously it's hard to kind of grab a player and grab a photo. And I'm trying to navigate, find my other son who's lost somewhere in the celebrations. <laughs> and I'm trying to bring her to find Pico. She genuinely cried. She, I said, I'll look after Don't worry, we'll, we'll find him again. She's obsessed with him. She's obsessed <laughs> with him. I think it might be the song as well. I might be all. Because I'd be just lying there on a Saturday and she, I'd hear her in her room. She's like, Pico Rico, Rico. <laughs> i'm just thinking this is great because abby never really had an interest at that age and now she does so you just go into a room and you
1: hear she has loi central podcast on
2: <laughs> like how would you find this she haven't got a patch on they haven't got a patch on you dad <laughs> Yeah, i so really really enjoyed it and she was there waving her flags and eating sweets and big shout out <coughs> to the junior hoops again who do <coughs> their enthusiasm is scarily scarily ever present It's ridiculous how enthusiastic the junior hoops are. It looks like Bill and Paul and Shanae. They're brilliant. I don't know how... It's like, you know... You know when you go to Butlins and you have these... I think they're called red coats or red jackets and they're like really, really enthusiastic. They're like, Hey, everybody, we're going to go to the room over here to get some food. And they're... It's like fucking Barney the Dinosaur. Everybody's really enthusiastic. They're just brilliant. They really, really are. Um... Big shout out to the Junior Hoops. And uh, yeah, no, they're absolutely brilliant. They have so many kids who are interested in it and they're ultimately shaping and forming hoops for the future, so it's class. But the team, Prof, I think we got a little bit right. Hashtag Brad's Listens. Uh, Manus with Ferruja slotting in there who is starting to look the part, Prof. He's looking good. Grace Lopez, Gannon, McCann, Tell, Mandrew, Watts and Gaffney. Zinedine McCann, is uh, officially <laughs> been renamed. Oh, my God, he's looking good. He ran the show again. Does this stink of? Is this the brand of melee? Um, uh, what do they call it? The Brandon of melee formula, where you know your contract is running out and you start playing well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so uh, great team, attacking yeah. team, and yeah. so Finner was an unused sub. Kind um,
1: of shame, like Finner for all he's done this season, didn't get to start this one. Yeah, I mean it. the cheek. So the cheek
2: goes. of br of Brad's are not to start him, <laughs> you know. He made made an ass of himself.
1: Gareth, yeah, what's this about? Why is why is Finnor at the butt of all these all these jokes?
2: I don't know, man. I really don't. I mean he, people on fucking you could be on your anus and you'd you'd you'd, you'd be able to realise that you should be starting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Moving uh, swiftly on.
1: Now Barry Cotter in the squad. Presumably you picked up a knock at some stage. Yeah, I
2: thought Brad's really, really liked him. Yeah. So uh. I think he is. Yeah, do you know what he could be sick actually? He could be actually could be sick. that yeah, he wasn't starting when you think about it. Um yeah, so uh yeah, really happy with that starting lineup. McCann's starting to play well, but the display is prof wow. Stunning. Oh man, I saw this from the halfway line, so I was over at the Junior Hoops doing oh, the card of honour. Wow. And I'm, we're always involved, we're always in the thick of it. Fuck me, I literally, jaw was dropping. I was like, okay, that's pretty good.
1: So the angle you saw was probably that that 15 second video that went up on Twitter. Yeah, that's that was actually my video. Just when the players that came There was where
2: out. I went, oh. At the start, you hear me going, oh. That was actually yours. Yeah, it? I set yeah. it on and set it around. That, but
1: I've, I've watched that countless times. Wow.
2: It's mesmerising. It's absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And it gets better and better and better and better. Because I'm thinking, yeah. okay, this is good. Like, oh, this is deadly. <laughs> like oh my god It just keeps getting
1: better it's Some amount of pyro Going yeah. on there It's Madness Brilliant And the displays, The one uh, Up Up high to the left of us Near the uh, Not the gantry Because that's in the east end that's it, c- is yeah, well, right. yeah. it is a gantry
2: Yeah you're right It is a gantry You know that section there They had some sort of Mechanical <clears throat> structure Wrapped around the, yeah. the Fucking The pillars of the south stand And they would hoisted it up I say you need a degree in engineering. That's what I was thinking. I was looking at going, how the fuck did they do this? And it had like netting on it. And it was like a the ultras yeah. star. And then they had 20 years of organised chaos in a massive, massive big banner. And I love the jumbled kind of writing going up and down in the green, white and black. It's just everything it barely, about it. I'm still thinking about it, man.
1: It was just class, the whole thing. and uh, The strobes, the few, flares. <laughs> few mishaps with fires. Uh, the ultras banner later in the game it was being held up and you could see like three holes in it yeah Aussie Nays flag has a little hole in it Aussie well. Nays
2: flag is burnt but you know what's <coughs> you know what's good about it it's uh, it's fucking it's every scar tells a story now character isn't it? yeah it shows a bit of character yeah. now yeah it's like all the stains on our on our flag every, every one of them is a story but um, yeah
1: like I said last week I I hadn't been in the South Sands since Covid we made from work here on Gentleman who did the LOI Curie segment I made sure he was in the Southam for the first time as well. And I reminded him of a comment he made a couple of years ago. I think I said on the podcast that he said, because he's a Man United fan, he started talking about an atmosphere in the pub for a Man United-Liverpool game. And because we weren't friends yet, I didn't, like, slag him. But I I reminded him of it on that day. I said, I remember you saying that. (laughs) And how stupid I thought that was. (laughs) And I said...
2: This is going to be an atmosphere. Wait for this. And you were fucking, no true awards, prof. No true awards. There you go. Um, Charlie Maloney's minutes applause. It really, <coughs> really went into it nicely. It fed into it nicely, didn't it? The display and then the minutes applause. So big, big one for Charlie Maloney. It was,
1: and it was just hard to hear anything. Like I couldn't actually hear it being announced, but then everyone started saying shush. So it was obvious, but... Uh,
2: so some very um, emotional videos gone up on Twitter as well. Uh, the... Um, a video of him selling the Irish Socialist I'd say there wasn't a dry eye in the house but yeah big big shout out to the Maloney family and McDonald's is going out again yeah the squad
1: were at the funeral and everything weren't they brother yeah. and the players which is a, always a nice touch from, from Robbers and the club
2: so a Big shout out to them But Maloney our, our very own Maloney Of course Friend of the show he says I'm back in the house Watching the replay of the game Sitting in my dad's chair He was king of the house He saw three league titles In the talent era But was only four days From seeing our latest one When his name was read out On RT last night It gave great comfort To my man So um, Like I said Very very sad For uh, The Maloney family But no better man To put it into words Than Jason So um, Like we said Our condolges we'll Move on to the game prof and I was coming back from the Guard of Honor, right? So you can only imagine the effort that I had with a seven-year-old trying to get up into that south stand. So I'm clambering my way up, right? And I'm looking back. So the two of us are kind of clambering our way back, looking back. And then I saw Danny round the keeper. And I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> it was like fucking cannonball run. I was, it was like Indiana Jones with You're the like, child in my arms. Not now. Yeah. Oh, no. I was like that, was like duh, 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 duh. Duh, duh. and it was just people raining down on me and I have her fucking bear grip and I'm going up the stairs and people are dragging out of us. It was nuts. It was absolute <clears> bedlam. <throat> bedlam. She will never forget that. Never forget. It's like climbing Mount Everest. You know, it was like remember that time the Finn Harps bus took me about forty minutes to get to the top of it? That's <laughs> what it was like. But uh, brilliant stuff, really, really <clears> good. And, <clears throat> good. and do you know what, Prof, how long has it been since we've seen someone round the keeper? And we got two. We saw two in this game, two. yeah. Two. I love and
1: the keeper getting rounded. And don't forget, we hadn't scored a goal in the south stand in three games. Oh, I forgot the stat. And, and we, we scored the fourth minute. We only had to wait four minutes here. But he took this brilliantly, didn't he? It was a long through ball from Gannon. And he had so much to do. Yeah. And he took that first touch. And it was just brilliant. I watched it
2: back it. again and my missus said to me, she says, wait until we watch this back. It says, the keeper got a clip on this. And kind of took it a little bit away from him and she was right yeah he, he he did very very well the finishes because mm. with tight angle and the defender nearly got to it so since you mentioned east the there she was handing out the green ribbons oh yeah dishing out the green ribbons mm-hmm. dishing out the green ribbons and so the, so the display in 20 minutes bro this <laughs> was ridiculous as well Um the whole oh, <laughs> the fucking stand was on fire it was like oh my god green fire everywhere Kenny Barrett's poured out jacket got absolutely it, Kenny went on fire Kenny was running around on fire <laughs> Um I think 90% of my lungs are now made up of COVID and green smoke. We had this fucking white smoke thing. Did you see that thing? It smelled like eggs. And I, like, LaRice was <laughs> just in the middle of it. So I just had to grab her and pull her out. So her legs, just your legs getting dragged along. It's like something, like a, like a predator pulled her, or an alien. In the middle of the white smoke, it was ridiculous. Brilliant. Brilliant fucking madness in the southland. Madness. Best best time ever I've had in the southland absolutely uh, best time ever I've ever ever had in this outstand it was nuts I was, and it was bucketing down but nobody cared no no one gave a rats the 24 minute as well Prof Danny 2-0 this header oh man Watsy again the assassin Wattsy the assassin out on the on the right whips it in and this was like a diving <coughs> type header but it was so well executed power pace into the ground into the bottom corner and I was watching this from the angle I was watching this I was looking at the f- smoke I was like oh shit there's smoke and I was blown into the goal. I said, the fucking keeper's not going to see anything. And then the goal went in. I was like, oh, this is going to look amazing on telly. The photos are going to be deadly. So the smoke is just blown into the goal. Someone threw a smoke a f- a smoke bomb. And it's just deadly looking.
1: And then did you watch it on TV? Because you can't see the goal at all.
2: No, you just see the smoke everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking brilliant. It's epic. It's going to look brilliant from years to come. I
1: actually looked away just the wrong moment. And then I just saw... He had just connected.
2: And then I saw it hit the corner. I was like oh she need to watch this back Yeah yeah I didn't know it was a header Until I watched it back Yeah I thought it was like an outside of the fuck The way it kind of spun Unbelievable finish Unbelievable finish One of my favourite ever headers <laughs> at Rovers Think about it It was a brilliant brilliant header
1: An unusual header Like we normally our goals from, from, Are from set pieces And they're towering headers From Pigo and, and Grace and stuff aren't they Deadly Deadly but, goal. Um, that was, that was actually a great
2: show Yeah How often do we cross balls in And actually score headers Like that
1: Oh from open play From
2: open play that's a brilliant show. But it was just such a good finish. Can't think of
1: lows this season, but um, yeah. So I, two 0 Party time. That was a Dylan Watts cross again. Another assist for him. Yeah. Party uh, time in and, the south stands. And the two occasions that we sang the song, um, the new song. Uh, we scored. Yeah. We scored both oh, times. We? Yeah.
2: Great show, by the way. Once again, <clears throat> born where where songs are born is the Tifties bus. Yeah, so um, but we were at like the first half we were
1: making it look so easy. It could have been five or six. Uh Gaffney and Ferrugia had efforts saved, could've had a couple more goals. We played some brilliant stuff in this first half. And considering the pressure was on. like mm-hmm. t- think That whole week build up was about robbers have to have to win it at home in front of their own fans. Yeah. Totally, yeah. But do you know what the funny um, thing was,
2: I never felt pressure not once I was so relaxed going into that game I just told myself we're going to do this
1: I was, yeah, I was 100% confident I really common. had
2: no issues at all
1: and someone made a great point to me afterwards a camera who said it, it was just like it just, it just felt like we were never not going to win that game
2: no, never ever ever that troubled. was just in the air wasn't yes, it it was it was in the air it really was like, I was just so relaxed. Like I said, didn't even need to go for a point to kind of calm the nerves or anything like that. No, just waltzed in and here I'm here early, let's get this done. Let's do the job.
1: Yeah, we just had to stop recording there for a few minutes. Uh, the two of us are actually in bits coughing.
2: Very tickly, isn't it?
1: There's something going around. You, can, you probably heard us clear our throats <laughs> a few times there.
2: It's ridiculous, isn't it?
1: Like, I, I'm over COVID, what, a couple of weeks now. And then this is a new cough That just developed So it might be I don't know Chest yeah. infection or something But like it Seems like every second person I talk to It's just like Oh I'm in bits I have a cold of have a yeah, cough
2: yeah. I was just out the back Of bruised ribs as well Which help, which mm. doesn't help Which I, with, I seem to develop A lot of cough And a lot of mucus And all mm. sorts of Side effects But uh, yeah Now too was are struggling here prof. And what happens is People can't uh, They can't separate her
1: From the sesh They're like Because like Obviously we celebrate our title being you know, on Friday and then everyone's getting their COVID tests on, on the oh, yeah. Monday morning. I was like, Did I go overboard or
2: do I have COVID? COVID tests are the new fear, aren't they? It's the antigen test, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, antigen tests. Yeah. It's the so. flu. Flu season as they yeah. say. But yeah, second half prof. Moved on and we knew game over 2-0. So celebration. Celebration time, party time. And um, Watsy and Andrew testing the keeper in the second half. Um Yeah, I think um Conan Newman
1: command second half didn't he? yeah. He yeah, he, yeah. he had he had one or two chances didn't he. He was kind of front and centre of the celebrations, wasn't he? he? I was gonna say that he was the yeah. first one to celebrate with Idemo when he scored as well. Yeah. Even like in front of the flag and stuff like that, he just he, <clears throat> he just seemed very prominent in the celebrations. <sighs> I'm not accusing him of doing doing like a John Terry or anything. Because he was on the pitch wearing his kit, so like you can't say anything about it, but but like we say, McCann was excellent in this game again. And absolutely. can you address him by his proper title, please? Chris McCann oh. Zinedine McCann <laughs> Zinedine McCann. Uh, in the abo after his staff's cousin pictured <laughs> pictured together with Zinedine McCann <laughs> uh him with a point in their hand oh if only he knew girl. if only he knew we have the WhatsApp messages to prove what this man has been saying all mm. season and uh,
2: so yeah like we said just party time just, I was all about getting the tour now we had plenty of chances Oidemov another chance as well he, he <coughs> rocketed a shot nearly nearly burst the back of the net loads of chances uh, who else I think Greener had one just it was party time and then in the 89 minute prof Oidemov comes on and Oidemov just rounds the keeper well, it was a great move first of all like lovely build up play great great move lovely lovely build up play true ball by Burke I think it was so Oidemov's thinking to himself I'm true on goal here again are we going to do it? And then he rounds the keeper. He does like rounding the keeper. I think he tried yeah. to do it the first time against Bowles, didn't he? So he rounded the keeper and I was just there going, two in a game, two in one game. Does the old knee slide again? Did the old knee slide. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And sure tough.
1: enough, a fella ran on the pitch uh, with a flag, I think, I saw that, uh, yeah. celebrating the goal. And the stewards <laughs> just sort of like, yeah, it's like, just, yeah, just get off there. You? He'll get he'll get
2: better, you get better, fed up eventually. Like, he leave. Compared
1: to what's about to come, they're probably like, This This is grand Yeah, yeah. Did <laughs> um, the manage. drone
2: footage did that come out? Did the drone footage come out? I seen your man flitting, fiddling around with the drone again. Of
1: the pigeon bay. Yeah. Um, I saw like a 10 second clip. I think it was just as the final whistle went.
2: Big fan of drones now, but yeah. Really, big fan of drones. But the official tennis guard was. 7,000, bro. 7,000 seven. I, I like that that's a solid number every game isn't
1: it 7,030 to be exact
2: 7,030 what was the Dundalk tenants? 7 upwards upwards it was definitely more than that it was something like maybe 1 or seven, 200 seven more 7,2 or 3 7,3 7,4 maybe yeah but,
1: but uh like you looked in the east
2: end and that was jammers as well like not a seed to be had great and I only commented on that I said "It's isn't it great to see the east end absolutely packed again yeah so Class stuff Class stuff And the (coughs) final whistle prof Cue Celebrations And the stampede In the south stand Everybody's just like Go 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 But everybody's Start crushing each other It's like Everybody's getting on Relax Relax Well
1: the stewards Had lined up beforehand Uh, I think they announced That with the PA Did they To To knock on the pitch Yeah It was wishful thinking Yeah good luck It's just
2: It's legal isn't it It's one of those legal things Make sure you say it We know what's happening
1: Yeah But um like, that's the first proper Tata pitch invasion. Like, when we beat Bran, when we scored the two goals, I think like 50 people ran on from the sales stand. A lot of kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh But, <clears throat> first one, Tata. Like, was that your experience with the, with the pitch invasion? You're, were you kind of rushing or...?
2: No, I knew we were going to get on. I knew what? it and I was just trying to protect Jaden and Maya with me as well. So, we were just kind of making yeah. sure they were okay. But I, I knew I knew that the mud that the, Just as you get onto the pitch Was going to be there So on my way down I was thinking Avoid the mud <laughs> Don't slip Don't fall into the trap Title winning night uh, Veteran there Yeah
1: I, <laughs> we Because we were <clears throat> Up in the purse So like it takes a while to <clears throat> With that many people It takes a while To get down to the gate Yeah, yeah So yeah. we're just kind of Starting there like going We go on the pitch Yeah, yeah we go on the pitch <laughs> Yeah yeah Fuck it go on <laughs> Just wait and then, but, uh,
2: then, then uh, we're going on the pitch, rang around.
1: <laughs> yeah. But then, um, yeah, and then when it got onto the pitch, like, you're just, you're meeting all sorts of people. People from our group, people from work.
2: And just hugging. Just, it's it's a hug fest. You're hugging it's, people. It's like someone organized a random hug fest. It's like, mm-hmm. come on to Tala Stadium and hug random people. And you're just hugging everyone. You're like, ah, oh, there you are, Charlie! Yeah. yeah. And then you're running around. You're just you're just running around random. It's just like, yes. And you're trying to find a player. You see a flare. You grab that. You're like, yeah, there's a flare. And then you see someone else, and you're like,
0: oh yes, Theo! Yeah. You hug him.
2: Yeah.
1: So people you know well, people you'd not seen in ages. You're seeing like just like two thousand people or something around the pitch at this stage. It's, it's madness. I saw Ed just had his, his 40th, his, his real one, Garth. his real 40th, yeah, real I meant 40th. to say that to him,
2: actually,
1: yeah, do you see the picture of, uh, Padjo holding the finish flag, yeah, at his yeah, 40th, yeah. but, um, just before we, we'll, we'll talk a more, about the, the fans and stuff, in a moment, but, the RTE panel, did you notice, they actually weren't on the, they weren't pitch like this time, because remember, they moved from, the south stand to the north. Yeah, side. I, I think they they, well, they, never they avoided
2: it. They avoided <laughs> a, an event. <laughs>
1: this time, they were inside right. their little uh, protective media cabin in front of the scoreboard. Um, I'm amazed no one threw anything at them.
2: I don't think we were bothered with them. You know <laughs> what I mean? We're just thinking we won the league. Fuck them. You know what I mean? That's the way it was. Yeah. And the um, other day, maybe. I dare you. I dare anyone <laughs> listen to this to
1: open up RT Player right now or go back and watch your recording. And just listen to Peter Collins as this pitch invasion starts. Oh, God. And don't look at the screen, right? Just look away or close your eyes or something and just listen to Peter Collins talk about Robbers winning a league title in Tala for the first time. What does he say? It is the most boring shite ever. He doesn't like us, you know what I mean? It's, It's It's just like... And the 2021 SSE Electricity League champions, you would have to say, are Chamrock Rovers. You'd have to say they've won fairly comfortably in the end as 2,000 people just fucking swarm the pitch. It's because he's a robot. <laughs> it's simple. And the celebrations <clears throat> have begun here in Taddeo Stadium. <laughs> is this but, where you're in the uh, fans? <laughs> so, yes, yeah, some of the stuff in the pitch is, was great.
2: Madness.
1: Charlene Sh- took more selfies, I think, than Gary. I saw that. Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, Danny's Dan <laughs> just waiting. He's like, no one wants to f- fucking score twice. Nobody has a photo. Um, Aussie Day, man, of the match, fan of the match, definitely. Uh, I mean, he's like a child at like Christmas. He was. He was like, out on the fucking pitch. Oh, he said he's backing out on the pitch. He's never, he's never done it before. He's no. never been on the pitch. He says he's been saving it for this, this moment. And then the top was off, and I think the best video of ever. The best Aww. video ever that has ever surfaced <laughs> of any Rover's event on the pitch, off the pitch, no matter what. This is the best video ever. Can I? Tell you, can you imagine? Do you know what noise I'd imagine he was making? <laughs> <laughs> Tasmanian devil. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it was. It was. It's honestly the funniest, funniest thing I've ever seen. I, hundred <laughs> percent. Hurt myself laughing, cause broken ribs. <laughs> I hurt myself laughing. So it was made our little um,
1: our group uh, picture, picture wasn't. It? Profile, on yeah. WhatsApp. So I hadn't seen you was talk about it yet. I felt a bit behind, and then I went back and watched the player. So if you're if you're watching this, like this is what this is what is on your screen, right? So you, the first images of the pitch invasion <clears throat> happens in this order, right? So first of all, a lot of kids mostly run on. Brad's are about five or six of them go around Bradzer and he's smiling and he gets pictures taken with them. Then the camera shows Darren Dillon hugging Idemo. Then you see Finner. This is this is the first ten seconds, <laughs> right? Then you see Finner. Then a topless, Maniacal looking Ozzy Nay <laughs> goes by him.
2: And you've never seen a man so happy. Uh what was my first interaction? <laughs> Uh, went down to the pitch Wore the head off Greener I Slipped the tongue in as well Greener got a bit of tongue <laughs> Oh major And uh, Yeah just deadly Just <laughs> deadly We had a champions rang out um, Mayhem on the pitch Everybody sliding on All the kids doing the knee slides Yeah
1: Um. Charlene ran a mile from Mozzie by the way I, I, I can't I can't blame her uh, oh, I, saw, I saw Jay Mangan did better though he, he got the selfie Yeah Jay Mangan But um
2: Great stuff yeah. overall. Pro management players loving them in the, in the main stand as well. Up on the railings, the champagne. Oidemo absolutely swinging. out of Lee Grace strangling him. Uh, great, great night. Really, really was well. brilliant. The like guys are
1: absolutely loving it. Just climbing up. The champagnes flowing. It's in his hair. The players are just. I, I heard someone use the word release. You can tell, can't you? Like they've been working since January. Yep. And when this moment comes. It's just a massive relief when relief when when the hard work pays yeah, off. I think so. Uh, there was a great photo, not not up in the stand, but I think it was in Abba after, wasn't it? Uh, Matt O'Dell and Danny Mandroyu doing the six pack comparison. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Danny. I think ju- it was more of a keg in a six pack.
1: <laughs> I think Danny just shades that one. Yeah, but um,
2: yeah. Overall, it was yeah. it was mad- madness. Now my celebration slightly cut short teenage fucking daughter thinks i'm a taxi man
1: the players made loads of time for the kids didn't they like they're all getting pictures taken um i was talking to pat comartin afterwards about his two young fellas and i I, i've I've often talked to pat about this how they've just not seen they obviously saw us win the cup in 2019 but Mm. until that they've just seen utter shit yeah and it only dawned on me when I asked him, I said, like, oh, what year did they start following? 2013. Jesus.
2: I'm not shy.
1: And one says Jay just wanted to see us beat Dundalk in a match. Like, that was their goal. and Yeah, yeah.
2: Remember, they just kept beating us.
1: And um, and then, of course, last year we win the league and no fans are allowed. So, this, to them, like, to two teenage kids, it's incredible for them who started following eight years ago. Yeah. That's Uh, Jaden's little mob as well, yeah. That was a massive moment for for kids that age. And you know when people in their 20s kind of talk about the Michael O'Neill and the Bray and the UCD title winning nights. Now you're going to get kids in 10 years time talking about this night as being a legendary one. The first thing that kind of boosted them at the Rovers fandom. And it just seemed as well the COVID thing last year not being there. It just seemed to add another layer of emotion and chaos on top of everything, didn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely insane, yeah.
1: And like, like we said, the displays were top class. The whole night would just be forever remembered. Yeah, and
2: unforgettable experience. Realistically, like the video popped up. I think was it uh,
1: something Richardson? Philly Richardson. Uh, it was uh, from RTE, obviously. And the camera just pans across. Dozens and dozens of Rovers kids, kind of leading over the advertisement boards, mm-hmm. just dozens of them, and you're just like, wow, that <laughs> is—it's it's great to see. Like that's that's the future.
2: Yeah. So uh, yeah, prof- uh, the after after events of everything, the probs, the elbow, players went to the ABO lock-in in the ABO, absolutely absolute scenes in the elbow on the 20th anniversary of the. Uh, the Ultras continued on in the four pros with a set from DJ Paul Kinsler, a.k.a. the Prosecco Prince. And, uh, yeah, nuts, absolutely, jammers in the pro, jammers in the abo. Um,
1: yeah, there was a song for, for Joe the Hoop. Uh, it was a nice touch. Uh, whenever anybody came, came lay, we'd sing, abo rejects, hello, hello. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, the players went to the abo and uh some some nice stories came out of that like Paul McGrath made a great point that he was telling uh, Cronin that every time a player was subbed they should have been told to vacate the pitch on the far side of the ground yeah, yeah, and yeah. take in the standing evasion from the south stand kind of like Carter did and McAniff did uh, a couple of years ago
2: which is you're totally entitled to do you can you can go off yeah. the side of the pitch if you want
1: but Brazder like from from the, from that final whistle he just did not stop smiling uh, I interviewed him for for uh social media. Couldn't stop smiling. It was just like then, a release, like you said. Yeah. Then he just bounced into the abo. He was absolutely loving it. The players were loving it. Um, they actually played that interview actually on 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 News Talk. Uh, someone pointed out on Monday night, my interview with was just played on News Talk. Oh yeah, I don't think that's happened. And, but they might have done it a few times, but not. A- play our I'm not aware of it. I remember my first one in 2017. I asked him why he played the kids in Kilkenny in the Senior Cup, and then they played that, that clip.
2: You know, we but uh, about but that, yeah. yeah,
1: first first time since 1994.
2: Yeah. So I mean, we did it, bro. We've done my champs.
1: And some people wanted us to win, on Monday night, sitting in their houses.
2: Insane. They're just nuts, including the players. They probably they wanted to do it. Did they?
1: yeah it just sound good
2: so um, the rollover prof. on the Saturday I woke up phones were hopping where are we all going where are we all going Turn your in a rovers hunt for years now and we all ended up there great spot loads of points with the whack and the whack express dangerous Dave the duns the whole lot a few ultras as well as well so great to to have a few more points lovely lovely and by the way the fucking barman can we talk about the barman in Turn your in yep absolutely on fast forward speed I've never ever seen anything like this in army life
1: this was just crazy
2: barman of the year Garrett like at one stage I asked him for a Guinness
1: right and I started talking to Mick McCarty then and then I get a tap on the shoulder like five seconds later he's standing there impatiently waiting for my card. he has the Guinness in his hand Ridiculous! Like what skills, man? He was obviously stealing Guinness from other people's orders <laughs> yeah.
2: and giving them to me. He is ridiculously good. Oh man, you go there just for the same. <laughs> what were you saying that's the best way to introduce AI? <laughs> yeah, uh, power points. Yeah, forget it. He's 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 like a robot, and we've we've started it, off well. Bring them in.
1: It just no, it defied physics the speed he was moving at. But <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, yeah a lovely,
1: like, lovely point as well. Yeah, like a lot of the kind of the the points crew were were at this one. Uh, a few odders and stuff. Um fierce debate about player of the year broke it took out. took over. Oh.
2: It took over.
1: I sat down and I was just I was asked who I want to be player of the year and I said Rory Gaffney. And then I just got abused for like ten minutes. <laughs> it's
2: it's good abuse though. It's a, it's a, it's a loud, it's it's I think Maloney's
1: dead on. I think the emotion of the night. I think people are letting the Getting a bit carried away. Danny scored two great goals. He's he scored twelve goals in the season, but a lot of them have been braces. Although they have been big goals, no question. He scored he scored goals against Dundalk and Pats. I don't put him to up to win he's, games. He's in
2: my top three. I, believe, I agree with you. Yeah. Mm. He's not he's not getting it from here, are you? Oh, they're no, top three,
1: absolutely. But has he been consistent in the in those other thirty games? No. Finner has been more consistent. Gaffney has been more consistent. Yeah,
2: yeah, totally agree with you. It, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint.
1: And you know what makes me feel better about my choice? What? Uh, first of all, uh, my old pal Jim Conroy, hundred mm-hmm. percent agrees with me. Rory Gaffney, the Reach agrees with me. Yeah, Rory yeah, Gaffney. Yeah. Uh, Ellen Kearns, uh, ma, basically the Kearns family. <laughs> well, okay, Ellen wants Pigo, but she just she loves Pigo. But, uh, just like, those are people who recognise commitment, and they've, they've seen it all. They've seen players win this Player of the Year award, who deserves it, who doesn't. Mm. Just those, the likes of those kind of saying, no, no, Gaffney. There you go. But, as I've said in the show before, if Finner wins it, I'm delighted as well. Hot as and
2: we, we know who it is, bro. We know who has the these Player of the Year awards, but we're mm. not telling you. We're uh, not telling you.
1: As the night wound down in the Terranir range, you know what I was half expecting? I was half expecting your man from Cork to turn up oh, I remember him just to round off the evening yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Like the Kaiser when,
1: like when we won the cup yep it was funny over the two over the two nights uh, on the pitch the four provinces the tear in your tear in your inn, people just randomly come up to me and just go Prof you're a legend <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm <got, laughs> loving it I got that a few times I'm like thanks nice one <laughs> right so that's it anyway Prof next up we have young Idemo. So
0: Idemo Maku. Uh, we're joined here now by Idemo Maku who has a break this has been a breakthrough year for Rovers, uh, scoring the third goal on Friday as we sealed our nineteenth title. Welcome to the podcast, Idemo.
3: How's it going? Uh,
0: do you hear all sorts of bad pronunciations of your name?
3: Yeah, I normally dread the away days, you know, uh people clubs other than Shamrock Rovers trying to pronounce my name on the match day squad. So I kinda just like wait for it and then uh yeah, but I don't take much offence to it, actually. It's just uh, common amongst these people these, day, these days, you know. It's just it's unnatural for some people.
0: Yeah, On Twitter last Friday, you called it the best night of your life. It was a really nice move for your goal to make a 3 0 late on. Your first league goal for the club. The Denise Lloyd celebrated as a trademark at this stage. Talk us through it.
3: Yeah, the goal was great to score, you know. Uh, my first one for the club. I've had a couple of chances early on in the season and. I'm just grateful that it came on the day we won the nineteenth title. Um it was a great night for me, especially in the club. But uh yeah, <laughs> the knee slot it's just something that happens naturally, really. Um happened the other night not the other night, in Europe against Chueta. Um yeah. It's just natural. Um I've always planned a few celebrations in my head, but the knee slot is one that I always I always end up with in the end.
0: Uh, you only turned 18 a few days earlier. and all, uh, How special was it to get on the score sheet on a night like that and then the wild celebrations afterwards?
3: Yeah, I would have liked the, my goal, my first league goal, to come a bit sooner, but obviously it came after I turned 18 and it was a was perfect night to get it, I think. So, uh, yeah, the night we won the league, tonight my first league goal topped off a great week for me, for me to be honest.
0: And you were photographed strangling poor Lee Grace up in the main stand, Idamo.
3: Yeah, I apologise to Lee for that one. You know, it was just uh, emotions are high, all the lads are buzzing, you don't really know what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, I saw the picture on Twitter and I was a, had a laugh with Lee about it. And yeah, buzzing really.
0: It uh, described the carnival atmosphere in the ground. Um, describing the league win with your teammates as you looked down on as, on the fans after the massive pitch invasion. How good did you feel?
3: Seeing that many in stadium, I watched the game on TV, especially last year, uh, two seasons ago, sorry, Dundalk, there was something like seven seven and 7,500 in that one. And I just remember watching on TV, the atmosphere was amazing when Jack Bourne scored a goal. I always said to myself, if I play for Shamrock Rovers and I played in front of that many people, I don't know what I'd do. And that moment came uh, last Friday, and the score in front of 7,000 as well was just unbelievable. And to have them there to celebrate with us, it's just amazing, really. All the support they've given me, I'm really grateful.
0: And how much are you looking forward to getting the winner's medal around your neck and lifting the trophy
3: in a couple of weeks' time? Oh, I'm buzzing, I can't wait. Uh, hoping they would have given us the trophy last week when we won it against Van Harps, but... Uh, it just gives you something to look forward to now. Um, the 19th, it'll be a good day for all of us, you know, the 19th of November, a 19th league title. It's just great.
0: And it just caps off an amazing first year for you, doesn't it? Uh, your first call-up to the Irish on the 19th and an international goal as well.
3: Yeah, I've waited a while for my uh, international call-up, you know, 15, 16 17s here heard nothing. Even the 19th, we didn't have that year because of, uh, because of COVID. But to finally being given me first cap at 19s and then to score on my first on me debut as well was uh, unbelievable, especially for our country. you know Playing for our country is one thing, then scoring for our country is another thing. and It's just unbelievable. And I'm extremely grateful for the trust that the international setup and the managers have given and put into me.
0: And you made your Rovers debut at home to Derry back in April. Had you already been part of the first team squad, training with them,
3: and what was that like to make your first appearance? Um, I saw my contract back in March and then I remember one session this was the first session um, the lads I hadn't played on the Friday night came in to train with us so it was a, it was a mix of the 19th squad and the first team and this was my first time ever being involved with them and uh, it just clicked from there really you know I got in more often training with them and it just clicked from there I've always backed myself to go up the A groups and uh, to step up into the first team I've always backed myself and when the moment came around I was ready for it
0: and it was a full capacity, seven thousand crowd on Friday, but everything was behind closed doors at the time of your debut against Derry. It's just not the same without fans, is it?
3: Yeah, it's completely it's completely different. Um I remember in my debut against Derry, there was no fans in attendance. And it just feels like empty really, and it didn't and of course I'm grateful for my debut and stuff, but the difference you see with the fans and without the fans is unbelievable. And uh, I think in, in every club as well as a good relationship with our teammates, it's important to have them with the fans as well. So, to have that relationship I have with uh, all the Shamrock Overs fans is unbelievable. And I'm just grateful for every single one of them, all the support they show me, and always encourage me and always drive me on.
0: Uh, by the time of the Juta game, you had only made a couple of sub appearances. But Stephen Bradley said he had a feeling it was the right time for you. He was looking like it was going to end in a frustrating nil all jaw when you were introduced. And in the last minute, the ball just seemed to fall for you exactly in the right place at the right time. What was going through your mind as it did?
3: The gaffer always told me I was close. He always told me I was close to getting my moment. And he told me my chance would come. Um, I've been getting, before the European game, um, I've been getting minutes here and there. Just getting a feel for the first team football, the Sherlock and as well as that, around the league as well. And then the European game, I was kind of watching on from the bench and I'm looking at the game thinking if I come on here I could change something and I was just grateful that he called me from the bench and he said get ready you're coming on and when he told me he hadn't quite sunk in yet um, I was kind of in awe of just buzzing to get on the pitch really we had fans in attendance that day as well I think it was 1500 it was and uh, yeah then to score the winner as well in Europe is just every kid's dream really and then the ball just fell to me and it just took me a moment it was my moment and I just took it um, All my coaches over the years always said to me, if I want to score goals, I have to just get myself in the box. And that's what I've done. And that's what I've been trying to do and added to my game. And I'm just grateful that Europe was a chance uh, for me to score my first goal for this club.
0: And it was a fairytale moment really that a 17-year-old would score his first senior goal and the winner in a European game. You soaked it all with the fans after the final whistle and you must have been on cloud nine for days afterwards.
3: I remember going home and I couldn't sleep. I was up to about three or four in the morning just going through messages, people congratulating me, family, friends, all the fans. Everyone was unbelievable. I couldn't believe it. And it must have, the moment must have replayed in my head for the next two weeks straight after that.
0: And that's been the story of our season, hasn't it? Those late goals. Why do you think we've done it so often?
3: You heard people around the league say they've gotten lucky or the bias towards Shamrock Rovers—it's not like that at all, you know. In football, you have got to earn your luck sometimes, and by earning your luck, you have to keep going to the very end. And that's the mentality we have at Shamrock Rovers around the first team, um, the gaffer, all the staff, implemented all the players. They are always telling us, "Keep going, keep believing," and even if it's nil all, one all, whatever the scoreline is, we just keep going to the end. And that's—it's been evident, evident uh, throughout the season, you know. We've got them late goals and it's been very crucial to our title title lift, our title victory.
0: And it's amazing that you would have been playing under-18s and 19s football over in England, but instead you're playing men's football, European football and scoring in Europe here. Do you think more homegrown talent will stay in Ireland because of the structures and the platform that Rovers can offer young players?
3: I guess every young player has different aims and different goals. They want for themselves, but for me, I think... The platform is definitely here. It's definitely there, um, especially at Sean Rovers as well, you know, for all the young lads coming through. Um, like I said, playing 18s and 19s in England, again, other lads might have, they might think different, but for me, staying here, playing 1st team football was the best decision I've ever made, you know. Um, you've seen the opportunities I've got. And, yeah, like I said, I think it's the right choice for me to stay here and play 1st team football over the last year or two
0: and the fans have really taken to you, you're so exciting to watch and they've really got behind you as well, for example on social media after the Bowes game you looked down on, uh, you looked down a bit down after you missed a couple of chances to nick the win later on and how good were your teammates that time as well to sort of say chin up and keep going, keep doing what you're doing?
3: Personally I know that I'm capable of finishing them chances uh, the ones against Bowes. and I remember just going home and just thinking to myself you should be putting that away and then obviously my teammates were very supportive of all the lads the gaffer the staff everyone all the fans were really supportive and really positive that night you know we got a result against them yeah uh, in terms of going down to 10 men we probably should have won the game at the end to be honest but um yeah the lads the lads showed me some support over the next couple of days and all the fans as well but um yeah like i said it's one I learned from, and I learned from quickly, and that's all t- down to the, all the help I've gotten, teammates, fans, and family and friends.
0: Yeah, and you're a very direct uh, type of player. You love going at defenders. Who do you look up to at top level, and that you tried to implement and learn from?
3: I like watching players that get on the ball and make. Th- they're not afraid to make things happen. You know, they're not like. The likes of Lionel Messi, Neymar, Jack Rielish, um, Eden Hazard, back in his Chelsea days. Um, right now, Emil Smith-Rowe, actually, he's playing for Arsenal, he's support Arsenal. And the way he just gets on the ball, dribbling with both feet, very direct. And I always just think to myself, I can do that. And that's what I try to work on every day in training, even the days I'm off training. I try to just work on my game and improve as much as I can. And uh, to get them opportunities to go out players, you have to pick your moments in games, you know it might not work every time but you got to pick your moments and know when it's right to have a go at players and know when it's right to use your teammates and yeah, so they're the players i would be looking up to.
0: And who are the leaders in the Rovers, Jess Newham, that you love to listen to and keep improving?
3: Joey O'Brien would be the obvious one considering what he's done in his career. You know, obviously the skipper, uh, Ron Finn. All the lads have been really great to me but in terms of my position, Aaron Green, he's been really good with me Um from the day I in, from the minute I in, to try to the first team, Aaron Gray has always been with me, to be honest. He's been like uh, almost an older brother to me. Um, yeah, Green has been great with me, to be honest. Um saw all the lads.
0: And do you think that the winning mentality and the hunger is there in that team and that they can't stop here, that they'll want three in a row and keep winning more trophies?
3: Oh, certainly. With the team, it's always more. We never settle for less or... We never sell for what we currently have. We always just keep going and keep uh, breaking records, winning trophies. That's, that's the mentality within the group. Last year, obviously, winning the league, there was talks of it was only an 18-game season. But then again, we showed it this year over the course of 30-plus 30, 30 games. We showed we can win the league, no matter the length of the games, you know, because I think that's what separates us from the rest of the teams in the league.
0: And you're living in Clondalkin and you're still in school. How do you balance this with your football
3: See, it was really good because the club and uh, the club, and my school, have organised it. They came together, I've come to an agreement. I'm training in some mornings, and then I'm going to school after, and getting extra help from uh, my park as well. a shout out to them because they've been really good with me. You know, they're giving me the help I need, the support I need, and yeah, I'm not behind or anything. I'm, uh, right, I'm where I need to be right now. So uh, yeah, I'm just grateful to have both them um, by my side support me.
0: Now Stephen Bradley was saying in the media a few months ago that you had childs in England when you were younger, but you nearly walked away from the game. He said you lost your way and lost your confidence at 13 and 14. Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, when I was about 10, between the ages of 10 to 12, there was talks of me being the best player in the country what, whatnot. But um, as I got to 13, 13 and 14... I think lads started to catch up on me in terms of physical physical physicality wise um, yeah, and I just let, I get got to my head really and I started to fall behind and I used to think that I'd never get to where I need to be or I'd never be as good as some of those players that have surpassed me in terms of their development but um, I think it all clicked back when I was 15, 15 16, I started to back myself a lot more my confidence started to grow again and yeah I've just been working on myself ever since trying to get back to where I used to be and I feel like I'm on track to getting to where I know I can be and then again it comes down to all the coaches I've had over the years and um, what Robert are doing for me now, all of my teammates, the staff, everyone so the main thing for me now is to just keep going, not let anything get to my head in terms of whatever that's going on in the social media or in terms of what people are saying. It's all just me, to be honest. I just have to focus on me, compete with myself, and that's who I'll ever only be competing with, myself.
0: Well, we're glad you didn't walk away because the sky is the limit for you now. Congratulations, young man. Keep up the good work and all the best with the 19-3 Pats this evening. Thank
3: you very much. Cheers, appreciate it.
2: Yeah, so a very grounded young man, Prof. Very, very grounded young man and uh, very very much so looking forward to having him in the starting lineup next year.
1: Absolutely. Spoke really well there as you said 19th title on the 19th uh, I like that and I like oh, I uh, that. and I like the his goal against Tuta he said it was my moment and I just took it
2: lovely I love that
1: yeah, that's a line that's a line so um yeah it was great to hear from Uh thanks to Robert Goggins for fitting in for us there doing our
2: the Gogster the doing his best Tifty's impression fair play Gogs <laughs> and brilliant stuff but the media reaction prop uh, was it somewhat muted Do you think <coughs> In particular on Twitter And stuff like that Just in From outside Robbers
1: Yeah yeah Um, I don't know It's about what I expected
2: Playing uh, it down I thought But fucked them all my, we, we have it in the bag now That's all that matters uh, The other clubs Finn Harps Cove Congratulate us on Twitter The only ones To congratulate us <laughs> On Twitter Cove it was an odd one, isn't it?
1: Hashtag LOI family.
2: Yeah, LOI family. I saw,
1: I saw Tutty giving out to these other for not <laughs>
2: congratulating <letting> us. He's easy at them. Yeah.
1: Uh, um,
2: yeah, Billy Denny, he put up a pick at the last Kerry man to win back to back titles. Rovers 10 years ago himself as well. Billy, B.I. Billy uh is that a song? B.I. Billy, B.I. Billy He Is that an actual song? I think I've heard that. I yet. was trying to. We were trying to suss this out for Rovers bingo. It was like, who. Who is that like is, is that a song anyone knows if that's an actual song um let us know yeah so pats are coming for us prof bunk from the where saying this um it's oh, a strange one eh? Okay. A strange one yeah grand coming for your arses as well I think he said bigger the lie the more they believe <laughs> Uh, excellent piece by Phelan on his blog, Bradley Giants Managerial Greats. He does, he's in it. He's in there now. He's up there, etched on the skin of crumbling legends such as Glennon. Yeah, no, he's uh, definitely up there now. 2-2 two, two titles and a cup, 100% in the space of time that he's done it in. Definitely, and more to come as well. More so what he's done for players. More so the way he's had these, we could call them projects. They're not fucking bits of paper mache and... Explode volcanoes in a science classroom. It's they are, but they're projects. Like they, and he's really, really done well with them.
1: We were asked um, by it was a Paul McGrath saying was Watts not an excellent player at Bowes before he came to us. Nowhere near the player he is now. He absolutely was a talented midfielder, but uh, I think the development is is quite obvious yeah, to see now. Definitely, I've heard a lot. Him. of I've been listening to more podcasts this week than I have in a while, actually. And I've noticed a lot of people gushing about Watts, including uh, Pigo, who's on LOS Central. That was very interesting, wasn't it? A lot of people, like, just glowing about him. And uh, right, Runs faster with the ball, that's right, Yeah, yeah. rightly so. But uh, as for Fetham, yeah, uh, I always enjoy reading his, his blog posts, uh, despite the fact that he wants Leon Pauls to play um, oh, yeah. the <laughs> three games. Friend
2: of the show, as always.
1: Yeah, that's just why we don't want him. And I think I gave him a reason, <clears throat> because I want Al to play every game. Yeah. It's keep racking like, up them clean sheets. It's not against polls. I just play out every game.
2: Yeah. Rack up the clean sheets and then hopefully slot in some sort of replacement. I work. don't
1: open up like Robert Goggins <clears throat> Four in a row book and been like, well, Why did Jody Byrne play every game? Why not so
2: and so on yeah, the bench? Yeah, exactly. Because he's Jody Byrne. You play him every game. Yeah, there you go. Um so no Finner. So he's able to soak it all up from the bench. He said, You felt the atmosphere around the communities in Talla, around the Rovers supporters club throughout Dublin, Ireland. You see the crowd tonight? It was made for it last year. For us as players, it was disappointing. There was no crowd. Football without fans is nothing. Oh, I love it. To win it last year, of course, as a player, that's what you want, but you want to do it in a situation like this. A full house in Talla playing really good football. People are going home happy. Borky has hailed Danny as well All three players thrive on finding pockets of space While Bork's goal return has dropped somewhat Mandrew has bagged in impressive 12 goals for the title winners Bork admitted My role has changed up a bit I play further up Danny plays the 10 He drifts a little bit more than I do I'd be closer to the striker And try get goals when I can I do drop I do have that thing I'm looking Where's Danny And he's Where's Graham We try and split the pitch in half I work one side He works the other Sometimes it chops and changes It was the same with Jack The gaffer works on it A lot in how he wants to play for each game the style of play won't change but there are a lot of people in the team who are creative comfortable on the ball can score goals there's Dillawats and other people going forward it's going to be hard for everyone to get into the team you just got to do what you possibly can so some great quotes from Borky and speaking his mind about his I, season
1: I like that sort of insight into <laughs> that stuff like we wouldn't really not that we wouldn't see it but like we we don't know what they're thinking in terms of finding space you know Danny and Berkey I
2: I love love football speak I love them speaking about football like that because we don't necessarily see it like that
1: and I remember when when Jack or sorry when Graham Burke came back on loan in 2019 I remember watching him and Jack Byrne kind of look for space and I was some of us thought oh my god are they going to get in each other's way here so I do find that interesting yeah Um, no
2: doubt about players coming in now that we can kind of accommodate them as well so
1: you read the quote for Finner there a moment ago uh, that's that's five league winners medals for Finner yeah he's, that's, uh, he's
2: absolutely superb
1: Sean Gannon has eight league titles and three cups that is, that is some medal haul
2: some haul isn't it
1: yeah Serial um, uh, Bra- winner Brazzer says uh, can we make it three in a row now that has to be our main aim oh, suck that to the veins but Gareth should we should we not be focusing away from
2: football bees <laughs> so Pico and LOI central brilliant again probably the nicest guy since Alan O'Neill to, to be in the <laughs> Rover squad very well spoken lovely lovely fella most positive man in Ireland yeah well I'd say if you were do you know let's and say Cape Verde a, an example I don't know let's say you're out having a bit of food and he's over there with his missus and he has a steak and you, you'd probably walk over just grab his knife and fork cut it eat a little bit he goes is that nice I hope you enjoyed that <laughs> hope you enjoyed that bit of steak off my plate there don't drop a wine yeah. You know, he's just so, he's yeah, it's just a good steak isn't it it's good steak he's just a nice nice fella brilliant brilliant interview from him and um, yeah it was just really good excellent
1: stuff just to hear I actually quite um, <coughs> I actually enjoyed the, the Cape Verde stuff more than I did the title stuff so alien to us I we just don't know about it I just love hearing about that Yeah, we, we we did a little bit we had the, the official quarantine Pico interview earlier in the year and he did kind of touch on that how like the, even the cameraman was in tears. I love those sort of local stories. Glass stuff, yeah. Meet his cousins, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. He really was talking dope. about the bus and the street, like the hotel was five minutes away and it took him half an hour to get there because they were all mobbed. Uh stuff you'd never ever forget, like brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. He could play in the World Cup now as well.
2: Imagine imagine Pico playing the World
1: Cup. We're all Cape Bird, aren't we? I'm actually I mean we've only we've three games left now. Uh, I won't call them Dead Robbers Because <laughs> one of them Was against Bows Yeah But I'm not going to watch The cup final Uh, I know Ireland Are going to play Portugal But other than that my, my next football thing I'm looking
2: forward to Is the African Cup of Nations Yeah Definitely I'm Watch looking. him Pico start He starts He starts for Cape It's insane So moving on To Danny Player of the Month For October For the Rovers Player of the Month We won't mention The other Player of the Month Um, Great stuff And well deserved Brilliant month for him um, the league nomination prof Danny and Dylan have gotten a little nod for that one Yeah, surely do. we're going to pick this one up Well, it's Danny Danny's take. and then you're going to have people obviously <laughs> turn around saying oh Brad's wins, so they got what they wanted
1: uh, have you ever heard of so much controversy over Player of the Month award Uh has kind of honed in on this hasn't he the last oh. couple of weeks you had a great quote in the mirror I actually didn't write it down it was something like it's very easy for fourth, fifth, sixth place teams to you know, to get recognized and, and win these awards. Yeah. It's harder for the teams like at the top with the pressure of, of winning winning leagues to to, to get but like, the last four bows have won the Player of the Month award. But like I don't know, I'm not really angry with this, are you? No. Because okay. it's it's a very specific thing. Like you have to have four good games in that month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Danny should win this month, shouldn't he? Because he, four, four goals and an assist, right? Yeah, yeah, technically he should. And he's, he's, a, he's won the league, right?
2: <clears throat>
1: but, like, say other months, Danny got a brace against Dundalk or something. And then maybe he might have been a bit anonymous in one or two other games. And then, Georgie Kelly scores six goals and then he wins the award, you know? Yeah.
2: It's unfortunate the way it falls sometimes, isn't it? Mm. But, uh, yeah, so that's their nomination as well. And, Prof, welcome. Two silly season. It's officially upon us. The madness has kicked off as usual. And um, Jack Bourne was in the stadium, but there's also big, big rumour that he was coming back to us. Jack is back. Hashtag Jack is back. But also a rumour that came out the last couple of days that he signed up for Shelbourne. And it was added a bit of weight was added to that because his former coach, Alan Caffrey, is involved there as well. Um, if Jack signs well, for Shel, is dead to me. <laughs> well,
1: like, rumours. That he's going to sign for them It's going to be announced uh, Friday morning So today As you're listening to this Joey It's basically like um, Shells are teasing A big announcement They've already announced Duffer as manager Jack put up The shifty eyes So people are kind of Maybe Adding two and two And getting five here I don't know But
2: Jack and Joey I don't I don't want to I
1: don't want I'm putting myself At risk of sounding Foolish If this is announced After we put out this podcast But I don't see this happening.
2: I'm hoping though. If he goes to shells, I'd be like I said. I'll eat my own Mickey, and Gary Brennan's gonna eat a steaming pot of shite. So we're gonna do that live at and the I, Player I, of the Year Awards. If Jack signs for shells, and as
1: I said, Ray Whelan's menu was gonna look very interesting <laughs> at the Player of the Year Awards. It's like not, not happening. Why is there a steaming pot of shite here in the menu?
2: And boys, Gar eating his own Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, not happening officially
1: not happening probably never does like you said but yeah um, yeah I don't know but a couple, of, a couple of more calls from Brazler Justin about his his future remember I was saying earlier version media were kind of pressing him on the players the day before yeah. the match I think he was kind of asked again by the the media in Talla after the after the win the title and he was just saying I'm not sure about years to come because football can change so quick But if anyone loses their hunger, they're gone. It's as simple as that. That's what we created. And if you get a little inkling, someone is losing that hunger or the will to win and just show up every day. They're not for us. That's the standards. They have to set themselves. That's what we adhere to going forward. Actually, that wasn't about Bradford, That was about our squad Mm. for next season. Not so much about him. But he said that everyone is under contract. Going into next year. Um, We've all heard the the various things like Gaffney might be going to Galway. Uh, What else? Yeah, as you said, Joey O'Brien's been linked as Duffer's assistant at Shells. So, I don't think we're going to keep every single player, are we?
2: A little bit of trim, a little bit of fat to be trimmed, but other than that, I think we're flying.
1: Did you just call Rory Gaffney trim or... Trimming fat.
2: <laughs> well, he's not necessarily falling into that that category. Props. I'm sorry. It's like fucking Beirut outside there. <laughs> um,
1: Halloween is so three days ago.
2: I know it's nuts. So yeah, that's a prof anyway, but it's a weird one.
1: Yeah, the main two that we're we're being linked with for next season. It's 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 mainly uh, McGinty, uh, Colin Whelan scored again, didn't he, in the playoff for UCD. Yeah. Uh, another one is. Razor and Cronin were out in Bray to watch uh, Galway left back Alex Murphy he's a left back he can also play uh, as a left sided centre back so it could be what we need definitely yeah I presume Barry Carter is staying but uh, we do need someone in that position we we talked about earlier Sean Cabana he's back in pre-season but
2: we need a cover
1: we need need cover cover, absolutely Yeah. yeah
2: What about any any left foot academy players there? You know, no, no one potentially good enough to bring in. But uh, yeah, we move on to other news, professor We've long for manager left there on Tuesday, so he's gone. Couldn't agree terms with the club. We Paul Doolan gone from at as well because he doesn't like driving. <laughs> I heard that. Doesn't like driving. Does he not like driving? Because I didn't get that from the interview. He, he certainly doesn't like
1: driving. He hammered that point home, didn't he? I kept listening to the interview and I was like, "Do you? How do you feel about driving?" I it just, doesn't surprise me they should have you? asked him about it
2: yeah it doesn't surprise me that, well we start with a fucking helicopter is it <laughs> it's, oh, I don't know Jesus 70 times he said he didn't like driving Duffer's the new shells boss as well um, for what for the next 6 months till fucking little come calling and wanting to do the tills um, absolute spoofer of a bloke But well, he turned it down initially didn't he, he said, absolute spoofer never ha- and all that bullshit he came out with well uh, he's wearing the jersey no that never happened that never happened. You made that up. You made it up. Don't be lying. All those lies that he said to endure is the Shells fans, so that from his press conference. Yeah, it?
1: absolute lies. I heard though. bits of it from the the podcast, yeah.
2: Yeah, no. And of course what And the he's gonna be there till the day that they die.
1: Yeah, I found the day till like, I die a bit rather cringy. But yeah. the rest of it, I don't know. It
2: it, it was meh, I, it was non event.
1: I think it's a it's a good it's a good news story. Not that I'm obviously I've established that I'm not a very hashtag L O Y family person <laughs> but uh I think it is good a good news story for the league though.
2: Yeah, it is okay. Um,
1: but like what for the next six months he fucks off. Certainly it's gonna attract headlines in like in a Roy Keane sense. Like they're just gonna keep they're gonna keep going back to that well and just printing whatever he says. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, what did the Indo run with as their headline? The part where he says, GAA facilities wipe the floor with the League of Ireland. Great start. Of course, that's what they put up on the front page. Yeah, the sky's blue as well. We all know this. And like, the story should be one of the greatest ever Irish players has chosen to give it a go here at
2: home. It is a good story. These are rags why, why though. Why are you printing that headline? Because well, it gets people looking at papers and buying them. You see that and you see Duff comes home Feel-good story. Uh, Alright, that's that's all That's all I need to know. Gah, wipe the floor with, with GA or with, with League of Ireland. I'll buy that. I'll read that. What's that? They're all fucking rags, no, man. No, dopes.
1: Dopes. The, their target audience is dopes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we know. I mean, the GA get all the money for these facilities. I mean, just
2: tell us something we don't know. Yeah, I know. Wasting <laughs> our time. Selling fucking papers. That's all it is. Good enough for our fish and chips. That's all those papers are good for. So how would you feel about Joey taking the
1: assistant job if he does
2: I don't know this is hard for me because someone made a point to me and they said Joey should be fucked out of the club if he is going. and I was saying well that's a bit harsh and then he said well he's sitting there <coughs> soaking back taking in all the knowledge getting his coaching badges at Rovers and then fucking off for the assistant job at Shells which is life which happens it's football but you have to take that into account as well as the platform we possibly have given him to go and get his badges and <laughs> coach and train and do all these things and then all of a sudden he's just going to fuck off the shells they're one of our rivals so there's two sides to every, to every story here as a player though what do you think do you think I think Joey, the resurgence of Joey in the last couple of games has been brilliant brilliant great to see him back great to see him in the team some, I think another season I'd give him another season
1: I actually thought he made some good interceptions really on, did, on, yeah. on Friday but I will um, pull
2: Pico and say absolute horseshit came out of his mouth. When he said, Joey's never been outran by anyone. He's never been outpaced by anyone. Did he, Did was he watching, was he playing the floor game? Did he see that floor game? That was my oh, first games. thought. In fairness, he's not, I get
1: what he's saying about <clears throat> the League of Ireland. Joey is able to use his know-how to sort of read the game and not get caught out. But yeah, against floor, he was, ah, he was, diced he was caught for times, pace yeah. uh, many, many times. But
2: like, that's why he's so smart. <laughs> tactically and positionally he's able to get himself out of trouble easily like that but now there's a couple of sides to this now that's not my opinion that's just how you could look at it and perceive it but I'd like to keep Joey for another season definitely as a player 100% from his perspective as well as a person who wants to go and manage and coach and there's not an outlet for him at the minute possibly on a higher level at Rovers but he's not going to come in and take Glenn's role. He's not going to come in and take anyone else's role. He's stuck at the younger level now. So if he gets an offer from Shells to be an assistant manager in the mm-hmm. Premier League, it's it's tempting enough. Do you know what I mean?
1: I think some people actually see him as a future Rowers manager. Yeah, a lot like of people he re- said that. Replace yeah. Bradshaw down the line, but um, we something we missed from last week at the Longford game. Uh, <laughs> I just randomly saw this on Twitter. Uh, Rowers fan Phil, he just goes Joey O'Brien. Overlapping fullbacks In the year of our lord 2021 <laughs> Piss
2: taker Brilliant stuff Yeah so we move on From the top of Sligo Getting out. Everybody out of jail In the LMS Versus Longford 90 odd minute goal um, yeah, Lewis been, Banks Would have been An absolute massacre Massacre Yeah Massacre Everybody been knocked out So we go We go again And um, Yeah so we move on We have to pick again Oh, did I go for this week Prof I oh, went for balls I for balls At home to draw it.
1: Yeah, I went for Bows in week one. That's, that's when I lost my life. So, so Bows
2: are hard to draw that and then a lot of other people. I've um, gone
1: for UCD, which I'm not comfortable with. Because I was,
2: that was who was between. It was between Bows and UCD for me, but I went away from that because they're 3 up. They can afford to lose 2-0. If that's a European tie, they're
1: losing 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> but because of the relegation playoff, I think maybe they'll, just, they'll do enough and get a 1-0 yeah. win, hopefully. But um, as for the race for the top... Yeah. Three or four,
2: well, how about the race for. Have, have you seen. Take over Sligo, who've been sitting there for <clears throat> months.
1: You've gone for Bowles in last man standing. Do you know that Bowles have won two league games since September mm. and one of them was against Longford?
2: Exactly why. Exactly why they have to get their finger out. I'd gladly, I'd gladly go out. I'd gladly go out as last man standing. You have your football head on, you have your fan head on. Gladly go out as last man standing for them to lose and not get Europe. That is dreadful form. Great. It'd be absolutely Damn. fabulous, wouldn't it? But, um, yeah, so the top four. It's hotting up. It's it's nuts. It's absolutely mental. Dirty yep. th- are going to get toward, Prof, and you are going to eat them words. You have to eat your Mickey if, if Dirty gets toward. No, my prediction's already correct. I said they wouldn't
1: finish third under Declan Divine.
2: Nah, did you know what? The, 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 where's the ha- you've got a hashtag, or was <laughs> it? You've got an asterisk on your
1: <laughs> one. Well, um. Yeah, our our game against Bowls. Oh, this is interesting. In <coughs> see the I see the pity party starting already. Yeah, uh, Friday week, and they tried to get it moved. We did hear actually, we we heard that was going to get moved to Monday because of the international call ups. And if you read the mm. article, they were presented with a few options. I think one was even a Thursday. And Keith Long has presented as we have to do as we are told, but they were given some options to to build the match. Mm. But they're going to miss three players in under-21s. We're missing Pico, actually. Pigo's away, Yep. One Pico's worth three balls players. Anyway. Yeah, I think so. so. I, I think yeah. it evens, evens out. it out.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
2: Yeah, so next up, prop, we have the youth. We've done ours under 19s, won 1-0 at Cork. Great win. The 17s won 5-0 away to the Pats, which made them champions with a game to spare. Oh, we're starting to close the gap with Pats. And we congratulations the Tony Cousins team. And the uh, 15s won 2 away to Finn Harps. The 14s won the semi-final one I at home to saw A fantastic weekend all round for yeah, so academy.
1: the academy. The 17s will be presented with the league trophy after the game against Derry next Saturday. And our 19s are actually still in a show of winning the league. That's uh, Imo Imo was playing tonight as we record. that interview with them. Um, that Robert did was at the AUL just before his 19s match. So they're still in a show of winning the league. Uh, because they won 1-0 away to
2: Cork As you said yep. On uh, the Sunday So brilliant stuff So big weekend Academy teams With two finals And a semi-final All supporters welcome On Saturday and Sunday For the Young Hoops So definitely get out And give them a chance Now this this is bullshit This one Rolls vs Boas And the under-15 league final At Lone Town <coughs> Stadium Sunday at half 4 At Lone Town What's the point? Think so we, of the driving Ger
1: The driving? Have you heard how long It takes to drive a dr- Especially if there's a crash In the M50 What are you going to do? Ger
2: what are you gonna do? You live on the on the you live on the other side of the M50, prof.
1: Garrett, if there's a crash in the M50, it could take getting there in fifteen minutes. An
2: hour and fifteen minutes of your life. You never get them back. You never you get them back. Can't be doing that driving. <laughs> so yeah, the, the women's under 17s play Pembrokeshire United in the league semi final at PRL Park Saturday two p.m. and Garrett's boys on the fourteens face Galway United in the league final so mm. at Lone Town Stadium Saturday six o'clock. Why is at Lone such a such a hot spot for fi- yeah. for finals. In all seriousness, why are these games being played in the Okay, the the
1: Galway one. Is that bit of a That's uh, a, a lot stupid. I don't know. I'm, my geography is failing me now, but but, but like the the Rawers Bowers one, two
2: Dublin clubs. Yeah, I don't know, it's stupid. But then again you could say that about what well, if it was Cork and if it was pff, I don't know, Cork and the harps they'll end up playing in talent or something like that, you know what I mean? But uh, it does it will it will cut down on the attendance. But yeah, so that's it. That's the Roadstone Academy. All good stuff. And next up, Prof, we have Start Elevens and Predictions. Oh, it's going to be a good one, Prof. I haven't even done it yet. I'm going to scribble now. I'm going to go to town on this one, actually. Right, so Waterford, right? Our last away day. Our last away day. Boss is not sold though. You can still get on if you want, if you're listening. Um. Oh God, right. Um. So finnart is out. The cheek of him. The cheek of him. He's gonna be the butt of all jokes. Uh. So we know Finnart, We feruled it. starts just for me, prof. Um. Is this your first time
1: riding the team? New the yeah. team, as you. It is. Yeah. Do it on it the certainly show. Certainly
2: is. I'm trying to think of a right full back. It makes Maybe for a radio, I must say. Have we got any young youngsters in there that we can stick in the middle? I think he is going to do that. Like I think we're going to be surprised by this. I think you might see like a Conan Noon or something, like, just thrown in. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, is he a cent- is he centre mid? Right, so prof, here we go. I'm going to go Manus. I'm going to go Grace. Cole, I'm not a Madahyerman, and I'm going to go Pigo. So a little bit, a little bit of change. You're on okay. the same wavelength on here the same with, with Call. Yeah. Uh, left wing back, obviously Firouzja. He's fucking starting to hammer home now. Gary, Gary O'Neill and Noonan in the middle. Gannon, right wing back. Oydemo, Gaff. how dare you drop Zinedine McCann Zinedine after this M-
1: last McCann. two games?
2: Yeah, the most informed player in the squad. You know twice. what? You're actually right. Really, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But then you have to drop Gary O'Neill. No, Gary, go on. Poor L Noonan's out. Zinedine McCann is back in. I have to play him after this past couple of performances don't we <laughs> so Cindy Dean McCann Gary O'Neill Gannon at right wing back with Fruge's left wing back Eidamon Burke on either side and Gaff up front loads of options on the bench with Danny and Greener and all sorts and okay. I'm going to go with prediction <clears throat> I'm going to go with fucking, <coughs> with fucking <coughs> right. I'm going to fucking pick my score there it's going to be this. fucking fucking too new fucking fucking too new with Gaff fucking out.
0: fucking score Fucking ref, dude, was
1: fucking in. Fucking record. Cuts. Sounds very excited for two 0 defeat there. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, my team. I've actually this is the most I've spent on my starting eleven probably all year. I, I spent forty seconds. I spent forty seconds this team, and that is uh, Manus in goal, not the Impulse. Ferugia left wing back. Cole Amorahyaman right wing back. Ooh, I haven't a clue if he can play there. I think he's a left four as well. He's going in anyway. Joey Pigo Grace, be back three. Are oh, you gonna enjoy rest? No, no, no more rests. <laughs> he's, he's preparing for his new role at Tolga Park. In in the centre, McCann, of course. I'm gonna say Conan Noonan, just to be just to be random. Show him in there. And I'm gonna have Danny, Gaffney, and Oydamo.
2: Oh, pace, power,
1: precision. Yeah. The three P's. Obviously. Obviously have Watts on the bench and then bring
2: him on there. Mm. There you go, forgetting about Watts. But that's a great lineup prof. Give us your prediction there as well. What are we gonna go with? I predict prediction's actually a draw. One 0
0: Fucking one new! Fucking one, we oh. o <laughs> <laughs>
2: We've we've an, yeah, so we've a nice nice solid number on the bus. We're doing well. The Wacky Express is gone. The junior hoops are out of this one, unfortunately. The Harry Bokes best is not running. We have the Larry's we have <laughs> box, <bro>. it's good. <laughs> we have the Larry's running, we have the Gary Twig running, we've got all sorts going up. We sold our initial yeah. allocation. Hundred more tickets, four hundred and fifty travel and hoops. Go to Waterford, prof. Can you smell what the hoops are cooking? Um I'm getting all excited here, prof. Last way of day of the season. Trophy presentation's gonna be in Drada, mm-hmm. but we are gonna be buzzing, probably looking like Sinnets in Waterford in the city centre, is where we're gonna go to for a point. We're gonna leave it at a half three Hopefully get there for six-ish. You were saying to me earlier, you've never been to the RSC. I've never been to the RSC, never. It just seems to happen to fall on a Monday or something, I've just never ended up going. I can't remember why,
1: it was something to do with Jaden, was, was, was it? Uh, he could have got his head stuck in the banisters. He could have got an earphone this stuck was up his nose. Two years ago, confirmation, is, yeah, he, is he that young? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember the opening day of 2019, I was on the Wacky Express and you had Robbie Gaffney Noel Sinner Alan O'Neill
2: I remember that one yeah
1: And uh, we had them On the podcast Right after uh, That was the Irish Inn uh, Great little spot uh, That was a wax find And uh, that was a great year but that was the last minute goal From Her uh, Bosnian friend Was it Oh yeah yeah, <laughs>
2: Jesus yeah
1: God knows where he is now yeah, so, um, yeah. a, few, a few quick stats not, not like a full section Or anything Just It'll be Lee Grace's 150th appearance for Rovers. Um, at the end of the game Friday, Mick McCarthy, the players are, the players are just kind of the celebrations are dying down a bit in uh, in the West End, and Mick comes over to me and sees me. What was the stat, Carol? <laughs> what was the stat that you were going on about? And I told him 100 clean sheets for for Alan Manus. and across the graphic went up. Uh, which you liked, didn't you? Viral
2: brilliant absolutely brilliant stunning stuff
1: it was similar to the one me and Declan Swanton did for Barry Murphy in 2014 when he hit uh, 100 clean sheets and funny enough I only interviewed Barry Murphy there about 5-6 <laughs> weeks ago and I brought up his 100 clean sheets and I brought up the graphic and he goes yeah I have a friend on my wall yeah no way yeah. yeah I knew he would and when, when uh, at the end of the night Al some of the players were coming out of the dressing rooms going home and I said to Al, I said, I'll have a staff for you here. And I showed him the graphic because it was already prepared. Right. We had a raise a go updated right after How the final you whistle. That? And he just gave me the most Alan Manis reaction ever. Thanks. He <laughs> was just like, all right, yeah. I didn't know that. That's great. Nice. Going home to eat some peanut butter. I, d- I didn't know it was so close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Thanks, Alan. Yeah, so that's hey, it for this week prof. can I just ask you to stay off the microphone this time Garrett in the bus oh, because I once said you started singing Spirit in the Sky uh, no that was
2: Vinny was it that was Vinny I thought that was you no why the fuck would I sing that Vinny, Vinny hijacked it maybe that's what Nate was saying because Nate Nate uh. came up to me in banjo and he goes gah <laughs> gimme stay off the fucking mic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well,
1: I thought it was you because at one stage everyone started singing. You can shove your goggle box up your oh, ass Oh, it's up the
2: top. Like I yeah. said, I've taken a new position up the top. Me and Wooly yeah. up there is trying to save the world.
1: You would thought you were the whack, but uh, hopefully,
2: <clears throat> hopefully, I don't know if all the lads are going
1: to this. You know, Farky, Wally. a
2: lot of new faces.
1: Yeah, uh, Woody. What you said? Woody's gone. You? you want
2: a uh, you want a reunion there?
1: I want more stories. I want, I want more Butler stories because I actually got a few of them. And ask uh, him
2: if you, if you come across <coughs> him ask him about the bookies in it. there's a story for you I won't tell any <laughs> anymore
1: well, when we were going to Longford there was a, there was a butler story and that was this is probably the old hoops at sea buses and they said that they were just crossing the bridge to go back towards the ground and James Nolan or or butler asked why is it called flanker Park in Longford and James Nolan goes because that's the river Flanclair. <sighs> and Butler goes, Oh, <laughs> oh
2: yeah. cracker. Yeah, so that's it, prof. 450 hoops making their way down the hot water to celebrate our last away game of the season. So make sure you get on down. Still seats on the bus if you're interested, get in touch through our socials. But that is it for this week. And prof sweet nineteen, we could say. So that is it. And keep on hooping. See ya. Champions! 19 times 19 times shamrock rovers bradley's boys they have done it again it's not going to fibsborough or Dondock, for it's staying in Talla again 19 times 19 times shamrock rovers bradley's boys they have done it again it's not going to turn the of fibs for it stay in Tyler again.